You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you we discovered that we could do more of what we are good at if we took the chance and spent and invested mm-hmm. on people who could do what they were good at. Um, I sucked at like keywords, SEO, blog, like web design. Like I don't, I can't do that. And the stress of it and doing it changes all the time, right? Like yeah. how you upload a video and how it gets monetized, like that changes all the time. And if I'm always doing that, I can't think of this silly script about wearing a green, you know, right. painting my face green and Peloton. So the timing of bringing on Sam right before the pin, like right before everything shut down was like fortuitous as well. We didn't know if we could like... How long can we afford full time, two full time people? Totally. We were like doing the math and it was super scary. We're like, I think this makes it work. But because we had them, we could create more. So it was um, we needed help. We kind of like took the leap and it has so far, knock on wood, really worked out. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 197. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. And you? Okay. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. I know. You've been working so much. They've been working you like 10 and 12 hour days on the weekends. And it's been very, very busy in your world. Yeah. 60 hours plus two podcasts equals one very stressed out crystal. Yes. That's what I found out. I, I found that out as well. Yeah. Well, you found out that makes a crabby crystal. <laughs> I, I would not say that. Uh, but you were thinking When it. you're in earshot. <laughs> so uh, this week, very excited. Our guest of the week is uh, Kim Holderness. I am so excited. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. The five stages of Peloton. The five stages of Peloton. So if you haven't seen the viral video. 
And just to be clear, there's like four or there's there's more than one video that they have that's about Peloton or that mentions Peloton. Totally. Um, But yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen it, do your homework. Check it out because it's humorous. Yeah, especially a few weeks ago. Like this was everywhere. Like it was like on the OPP nonstop. Yeah. People were sharing the group nonstop. I think in an hour I counted it was posted 25 times in the OPP. Yeah. So everybody (laughs) was kind of going crazy for it. And if you don't recognize the name Holder and his family, as soon as you see them, you've almost certainly seen one of their videos over the year they have just racked up so many tens if not hundreds of millions of of views on youtube so they're very recognizable even if you don't necessarily know their name so yes definitely she was uh she was great to talk to absolutely so that is what uh you have to look forward to on the interview end of things uh what pray tell do we have to look forward to on the topic end of things oh geez um articles Robin Hunter baby there's going to be a Dr. Jen segment because we're going to talk about you part two part two uh, and then a whole bunch of different Peloton articles I know I already said that we have a Peloton closet segment we have competitor news segments and then some new features coming so things like that to talk about awesome well before we get to all that shameless plugs don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Google Podcasts, iHeart wherever you find your podcast you can find us uh, while you're there be sure and subscribe first off so you never miss an episode So you'll know right when it comes out It'll just be boom in your phone like magic And um, you can also Leave us a review so the people that come along After you know that Maybe we're worth giving a shot Yeah, There's always new people getting Pelotons And one of the the easiest things you can do To help the show if you like it and you want to support it Is just leave a review or share it on your Facebook page Or Twitter or whatnot And you guys are so great Thank you you for all of the wonderful reviews that you've left You're amazing uh, Yeah it's like at the beginning it was like I'll read the (laughs) iTunes reviews And then when I get caught up I'll read the Facebook reviews And we've we've, never gotten caught up We've yet to run out of iTunes reviews So that's a good problem to have Please let's continue that problem Thank you Please So uh, this a week's a review is from Bermuda Mom. Oh, okay. And I'm already jealous. <laughs> she says, "Well, you're a mom." Yeah. Oh, the Bermuda part. Yeah. Sure, that makes more sense. Definitely. Uh, I started listening to this funny and informative podcast about a year ago. My method was to listen to the new episode each Friday and sprinkle in the old episodes <laughs> in between other podcasts throughout the week. Wait, there's other podcasts? I. I'm it's shocking. Unaware of this, <laughs> other than the one I wait. I'm on one. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm sad because I'm all caught up and I only get to listen to the funny banter between Crystal and Tom once a week. Aww. If you own a Peloton, this podcast is a must listen and I highly recommend going back and listening to all the episodes to get an understanding of how this great company and its equipment have evolved. Also, the hosts and their guests are pretty great, too. Aww. So what leader- a sweet interview. Yes. And the leaderboard review. name is Bermuda Mom. So. Very nice. Well, I hope to see you on the leaderboard. I probably already have. There's a lot of uh, people on the leaderboard these days. Don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you very much for that. Also, don't forget we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page and join the group. The group is easier for you to start conversations. Uh, if you just post it on the page, just kind of, I don't know who goes and looks at that. I don't either. But in the group. Besides us. People might see it. Yeah. And even we forget. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. It doesn't it doesn't alert us it on doesn't. Facebook. It's so like, weird. I don't even know why they have it as a feature. I don't anymore. either. So also uh, our YouTube channel, if you want to watch these episodes instead of just listen to them, you can go to youtube.com slash the clip out. So if you want to see Dr. Jen's reaction to my big <laughs> reveal last week, and trust me, you wanna see it. You do. <laughs> uh, you can do that at youtube.com slash the clip out and sign up for our newsletter where you get all the links and stories and stuff emailed straight to your inbox weekly, mostly at theclipout.com. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. 
breaking news. At long last, Robin Arzan birthed a child. She had her it baby. It feels like she's been pregnant for like, I mean, what? Like, it's been like, it feels like it's been like nine months. You know, it does feel like that. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it has been that long no, for No, because us. she didn't tell us the day she conceived. Right. That would be weird. She she actually <laughs> announced in September. Um, I don't remember the exact day. Uh, so, and I feel like, I feel like based on some input that I got from Peloton Profit that she actually... Might have had her baby about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and that's what the Peloton profit feels. And that makes sense. Also, because it's like, so people, as uh, if you're watching people on YouTube, magazine. you'll see it. People magazine that had the exclusive photos and all that. So it's also nice to know the baby's name is Athena. And apparently her college has been already paid for courtesy of People magazine. <laughs> and, and her full name is Athena Amelia Arzon. Arzon, excuse me, Butler. That is that is a lot. <laughs> But I love that it's a triple A. Yeah. Triple A slash B. She can get her. She If her car ever breaks down, she's, they have to come pick her up for free. To. They, they have, have to. to. <laughs> so, um, but clearly they worked out a deal with People Magazine. Good for them. Yes. Uh, you know. And, Smart going. Yeah. And I loved how timed everything was because like the People Magazine exclusive came out. I posted it and it was like about three minutes later, Peloton and Robin both posted. Yeah. So uh, it might have been a little bit like closer to 10 minutes, but I mean, it was pretty darn quick. And totally. then everything started flowing. And yeah. look how adorable that baby is. She's beautiful. She's just beautiful. But like, that's not day one newborn. No. So there there was there was a few days, which I don't blame her. Like, well, I am no. not. I, yeah. I'm just neither do you. But I'm just saying, like, I am not like judging her for. Or having a people excuse uh, exclusive oh, and yeah. putting her baby in this, I just think it's so crazy. If you think, got some outfit that wants to pay you a ton of money for the like, absolutely what? do it. But like, think about how crazy that is. That when we started this podcast, she was just a person who taught classes. Yeah. Now she was an amazing teacher. I don't mean to take totally. anything away from her, but like, she sure wasn't getting exclusives in People Magazine. No. And in a, a scant four and a half years later, and here we are. Absolutely. That's so amazing. Well, and then speaking of that, just about you know how things have changed in the world of Peloton. Let's take a quick gander Let's. at all the people on Instagram. <laughs> this who, is mind-boggling, who y'all. Who decided to chime in? First of all, I have no idea how many people have have liked this now, but kid you not, ten minutes after this post was done, it was twenty-five thousand likes. That's twenty-five thousand. Yeah, that's insane. Okay. I'll let you continue. So we have some screen grabs of just people on Instagram who you might recognize that uh, wished the Arzons and the Butlers, right? And now we <laughs> Arzon Butlers. Arzon Butlers. There we go. Uh, congratulations. Yes. So um, I actually don't know who I should be noticing on this one. I can't remember. I feel like I should know that. It doesn't scroll down, does it? No, I don't. No, but I have other. Yeah, some of this is like. Uh, yeah, I feel like badass Boz is probably someone important. Oh, I have no but idea. They're like no all doubt. blue check marks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're all all people that are. They all have been verified on Instagram. It's insane. Yeah. So uh, then let's see over here. Here's Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. I mean, can you even believe that? Yeah, that's crazy. Here's uh, Snooky. Snooky. And then uh, Rich Rolls. She's been on Rich Rolls podcast several times. Okay. I noticed that name too. Go ahead. And then uh, Christy Turlington. It's <laughs> just crazy. Shape Magazine. Questlove. Questlove. <laughs> 
I just get a big kick out of this. Venus, Venus Williams. Williams. Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Al Roker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a who's who of, of people over on Robin's congratu- baby congratulations. It really is. It's, it's funny. Just, it is. It's really, fu- it's really funny and neat to see. So congratulations to, Absolutely. The, to uh, the new mom and the new dad and the new person who's entered the world. <laughs> we are super happy for them. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is the one and only John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? Doing great. Doing <laughs> wonderful. I got power now. It's all good. Yeah, they took the power out of your house. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's, five hours. Yeah, I was supposed to be down for an hour and then was down for five hours. Ugh. Then it started getting cold. So like, did you not have to do work today? Were you, did you like, did you get out of that? Like, could it, I'm just trying I, to look for an I, upside. Tried to act like. Oh, this power thing. I don't know if I can work, but they didn't fall for it. Everybody was like, just just call us and you can do WebEx on your phone. Nobody fell for it. Oh, man. I had to work. Well, then how long long would the battery on your phone last? Right. Especially if you're WebExing all day. Yeah, yeah, it got... Close, yeah. yeah, but I ma- I made it. <laughs> I know he's like, ah, damn it, <laughs> I made it. It worked the whole time. They were right, son of a. So, uh, so you posted this week about the sixth annual profit brand relevance index. We should say this is not the Peloton profit. No, no, unrelated profit. Yes, they stole profit. stole that from us before we came up with it, mm-hmm. which was very rude. Yeah, totally. and I don't know if I'm good with this profit. <laughs> <laughs> but they do a ranking of the most relevant brands based on consumer feedback and coming right. in at number one was Apple, but coming in at number two was Peloton. Obviously, Peloton. I don't think there's yes. much suspense there given the the subject matter of this podcast. Right. Yeah. I mean that's a pretty right. big deal, right? It is. Yeah. That was awesome. I was surprised. I thought that was great, right up there with Apple. I was just a little confused that number three was KitchenAid. Okay, but I'm just th- like okay, I, and I get that. I feel your I feel your <laughs> frustration. But like, can you imagine if it was Echelon? I'm just saying Oh yeah, you're right. No. Then I'd have been really all I'd have been like, all so, like, here's where I get confused by KitchenAid on right. this list. <laughs> First off, like, I get Apple and Peloton. Like, even though I'm not an Apple guy, people that people have deep passion for Apple. Get it. People right. have deep passion for Peloton. But right. zero passion for KitchenAid. KitchenAid? Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, it's like, it's just they they make like the cheap toasters, right? Am you I, know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's out there like washing dishes, just singing? Yeah. Like, I don't know who's excited about like, the KitchenAid. I don't know. Like, this spatula is, is amazing. Awesome. Like, no. I mean, I, and, and also, just, just before we get any hate mail, we're not bagging on KitchenAid. No, it's, it's just, just like, like, it's just. It's, it's not like exciting. You buy a spatula. And never and, think about it again. And here's the metric on how you judge the spatula. Did it spatula? <laughs> right? Right. My food yeah, has not... been efficiently spatuled, and that's the right. last you think of it. You're not, right. You're not like, I don't know, about, this KitchenAid spatula <laughs> is so much better than the, I can't even <laughs> think of another company that would make a spatula. Like I got nothing. I don't get well, you know, I, like you said, I'm not back bashing on KitchenAid. I love my dishwasher. I'm just saying Amazon was 10. Yeah. And every day I'm getting like two, three packages from Amazon. And okay. I'm just assuming I will say maybe up there with KitchenAid. No, I, I understand this one. I understand this one. OK, now, OK, OK. Now, I have two theories on Amazon. We'll hear yours first. OK, well, my theory is that 
Amazon gets a lot of hate because of how right. they treat their employees. Oh. Like, yeah. like oh, it would okay. be like if Peloton, who's amazing, also treated yeah. their employees like crap, we would all not right. feel amazing about Peloton. Like, okay, so I okay. think Amazon gets a lot of points taken off for that. Yeah, I think there are okay. a lot of people that don't like that. I think there are a lot of people that have probably had a package show up late or get uh, lost and, and then, then they yeah. get stuck in the phone tree and they're mad at it and they're like, rah, rah, rah. and then I also think right, there's right. a political element because oh, yeah. Trump yeah. and Bezos don't yeah. get along. So there's probably some oh, okay. people that are like, rah, rah, rah. they <laughs> yeah. don't think yeah. what I think. Right. And so I don't like packages coming to my house. Yeah. So right. I think those are good points. Good points. But, okay. I'll go with the dishwasher yeah. and the spatula. <laughs> <laughs> KitchenAid. But KitchenAid, yeah. Okay. Now, Costco, I get, because Costco, we have a passion oh, yeah. for. I get, Cost- I have a yes. passion for Costco. Yes, I oh, have yeah. spoken many times about my love for Costco. Didn't you write a blog yeah. post about it a million think, years ago? I think I did. I talked about how, like, I talk about Costco the way other people talk about Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> do you have a personal relationship with Costco? I do. Have you heard the good news? <laughs> Instead of communion... You there's, broke you broke John. Instead of communion, <laughs> there's dollar twenty five hot dogs. You know, they they got rid of the Costco that was around me, so now I'd have to drive a distance to get oh, to one. But yeah. I was a member for a long time as well. And I was there often. Yeah. See? And every time I went, I was buying something I didn't go for. Right? Oh, I know. You oh, you can't right. not. I mean, you walk in right. and, and they've got it in bulk. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. It's amazing. Right. Good prices. Right. I mean, you could buy a tub of butter like this big at Walmart, right? And, or, right. or Schnucks or whatever your local grocery store chain. And, you know, it's like $7 for this little thing. Right. Or you can buy a tub this big for also $7. Right. Like, it's a no-brainer. Right. I don't care if no-brainer. I don't need that much butter. It's just a better deal. What does deal. that matter? Right. That's right. What does that I still came out ahead. Did I mention dollar twenty-five hot dogs? I know. <laughs> wow, we went down a rabbit hole. We did. <laughs> well, and congrats the, to Peloton. Yes, and at the bottom That's of that right. rabbit hole, dollar twenty-five hot dogs <laughs> that have been nibbled on by a bunny. Oh, I love bunnies. I know you do. <laughs> so, speaking of buying in bulk. Speaking of buying in bulk, uh, Peloton bought some square footage in bulk. They did. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Middle, Middleborough, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. It's uh, another last mile distribution center. Yeah. Somebody said this is number three for Massachusetts. And they they also theorized, and I have no idea if there's any truth to this or not, that, that maybe one of those will, will be replaced by this new one. Because maybe Peloton's outgrowing it. So maybe that one's going away and they have this new one. I have no idea if that's accurate. Yeah, I'm not clear on that either. I, I just the fact that they announced it and then they talked about the square footage and the fact that it can be expanded. There's room to expand it so it can get larger um, and who it can serve because of where it's located. Um, I thought it was pretty exciting. So the numbers I, are going down, too. Right? right. I was out there again looking. We've got we've got that screenshot, too. We've Ta-da. got that screenshot there. There you are. Oh, snap. Yeah. Coming down. Uh, yeah. Coming so, down. So it went from it was like six to ten on the regular bike still. And now we're at four to nine weeks on the delivery. Yeah. Uh, and That's so right. it is interesting that because I, I posted that and then it was like two seconds later, you went to go look and it, it was already down. And I don't I mean, could it could right. it really have been a correlation that quickly? Like, could they have already had it yeah. in progress? You know? Yeah, I'm um, sure it was in progress. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still on there with the refresh. I'm checking all the time. 
on. You know, no matter <laughs> like what anybody movement. says, you were the first one in the community to be watching that. So I just, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm just giving you props for that. Absolutely. Because you've been helping us with that number for a long time. So what's the number we're waiting on? What did it used to sit at? What was the oh, normal man, number? Oh, man, you used to be able to get a bike in three weeks. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm waiting on, like the, the two to four, three to five week range. I think we're back to normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I feel like, okay, I don't know. I kind of feel like it might be a little bit longer on that bike plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I thought early on, I was hearing that people were going in and they were hitting the bike first. Like they were, because the bike, I guess because at the time the bike delivery times were lower. <laughs> but now you look at bike plus is now, that's everybody's going after that. I know, right? And and so I think I think that it's a couple of things. I think some time has passed and people are like a little more comfortable with the bike plus and you have new people that had been putting off the purchase of a bike and now they they had time to kind of observe and see what's yeah. going on and now they're like, "Okay, I think I'm going to go with the bike plus." Yeah, like I think for the price difference. I mean, obviously everybody has different thresholds for what they can afford and and, and that's sure. fine. Like don't but I think for most people you're kind of in for a diamond for a dollar. Like if you're, if you've yeah. already, if you've already been like, I can drop 1800, you're like, well, I guess I'll spend another six and just get the, the top of the line, the, the top of the line with the swivel yeah. and all the stuff. And then that way I've got all the stuff and I'm done. Well, I think another right. big factor, and I don't know how many people think like this or not, but having already been through one, you know, swap of a monitor, to me, I'd rather have the most recent bike because if nothing else, the next like who knows when the next generation is going to be out for the original right. bike. And now, like if you were a generation two and you passed on the bike plus. Yeah. And now you got to pay for it out of pocket. You know? Yeah, that's so. a good point. That's a good point. Because, yeah, I'm with what there's been like three or four generations of the, mm-hmm. of the monitor now. So, yeah, if you're thinking that right up front or if you know about that experience, yeah, you probably would just start with bike plus. Yeah. So good point. But uh, boy, good to see those delivery times coming down. Yeah, yeah. headed the right direction. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll uh, let John, you know if they change again. Yes, you will. will. Be you're out there on it, man. You're, you're the time. <laughs> when like, you have power. He's like trying oh, yeah. to buy concert tickets. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, uh, right. for five hours I couldn't refresh. Yeah. <laughs> We might have missed an update, John. (laughs) We need to buy him a generator out of show funds. We do. Yeah. 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 John needs a generator. We got to know. Stat. (laughs) Connected to my my laptop only. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We can only get you a tiny generator. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Until next time, remind everybody where they can find your timely updates. They can find me on Facebook in my Run, Lift, and Live page or group. They can find me uh, on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or at runliftandlive.com. So there was another purge this week. Ooh, yeah. So it was a biggie again. Um, And uh, people, man, I have so much to say about this. Uh, First, I'll do the facts. Number one, it it approached all instructors. It touched all instructors that were still in the library. And uh, it also meant at the end of it that almost everything from 2018, before 2018, is gone. Uh, There's a couple of rides that squeaked through, but not much. Yeah. So then I want to talk about the fact that... (laughs) People lost their minds again. They always do. I know. But here's the thing. 
everybody thinks it's only their instructor right. and every, every <laughs> everybody thinks it was it was that they that their favorite was targeted every time i mean if i look at at robin's group i mean they were writing peloton and re, and and demanding that their rides were put back and and then um i saw the same thing over on on dennis's i think it was dennis menace i don't mean to call any groups out because my my greater point is not that you guys feel passionate not that anybody feels passionate right. my my greater point is that because they're people's favorite instructors. It feels like they were unfairly right. or more, they were impacted more. And I kind of feel like the other big thing that happens here is that people feel like Peloton needs to communicate this. Now, here's the one time I'm going to disagree with Peloton being more transparent because I don't care what rides they picked or if they gave you a 30 days heads up, everybody would still complain. Yeah. I know that everybody would still complain because it was, well, they shouldn't have gotten rid of this. And aren't they looking at the metrics and why aren't they doing yeah, They are. They're doing all those things. Right. Guys, no one's taking rides from 2017, 2016. I'm not saying zero rides. I know some of you do it over and over, but most of you yeah. on the whole I, I will say I saw one complaint that I thought was valid oh, for, I'd love to hear for it. class for pull in a class and that was they pulled an ftp class and i know people like to go back and do apples to apples on that stuff yeah that's so, true like i like i i think that they probably should work to try and leave those because a lot of people like i know when you got to go back yeah and take it again people want to take the same thing yeah so they like i said apples to apples yeah. and so i do think that they should try and leave the ftp classes alone if at all possible. Now, one thing I do think Peloton should be transparent about is how they're choosing those classes, yeah. because I think that would help tamp down some of the uh, the frustration. But on the other hand, I also don't, because every time I come up with a theory on why it should be, somebody tells me how dumb it is. Right. Like, well, that's a dumb reason, and that's a dumb reason, and that's a dumb reason, which I'm not even saying they're wrong, but right. if all the reasons are dumb, you can't, you can't please everyone. No, and, and so... And I think also there's an image thing at stake, right? Like they they want the Peloton classes to look a certain way, mm, and and so part of it they they don't want the classes from four and five years ago because they don't look like that anymore. Well, I mean, I don't think that's all there is to it. I don't and, think it's all there is, but I think it plays a role. I think it plays a role. I think yeah. I think how many times people are going back to listen or mm -hmm. watch those classes or use them. I think when you compare it to the number. Of the classes that are being used every day right. I think it's a very small number But another thing that people are really upset about Is that because Whether you agree with the reasons or not Because of the timeline That they deleted classes from The number of 45 minute rides Has decreased So in general The population of 45 minute rides Has right. decreased And they're not replacing them As quickly as they were before Because you got stacking now You do But that's not what certain people sure, want. Sure, but I think that's the mindset from Peloton. We I gave agree. you stacking, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Anyway, lots of people mad. I hope, but they're you know it's already calmed down. It's already it's give them a few days. They're they're over it totally. Like that, and that's that's the thing with these. Per it's it's like when a radio station fires a DJ. It is and, exactly and like they don't that. tell you that they're going to fire that DJ. Every once in a while, you get one that retires, but for the most part, they don't tell you. You just wake up one day and your favorite DJ is gone, and the radio station. It's like. Soviet Russia they just that person never Existed and they don't they just they pretend. never address It yeah. and and then and then you get and Really you, mad for a week and then you get used To the new person and you forget and, and everybody Moves on so yeah, you get zero closure Yes <laughs> so there was An update to the Android app This week yeah and and just to be clear 
as far as I well, I can check right now. I don't think it's on there yet. Oh, you can check because you have an iPhone now. I have an iPhone. But so as of when we were creating our run of show list, this was this update was not available on the iPhone, but it was available on Android. Still not there. And it's also on the bike and on the tread. Okay. So but I think they're rolling it out slowly. I don't know if it's on everybody's bike and tread because somebody that I talked to told me it's been on their bike and tread for three weeks. And, and I don't know when it popped up on mine because as helpful as it is, I haven't been using well, it. We haven't actually said what it is. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so what it is, is it's instead of having everything split on your schedule by strength, yoga, cardio, meditation, etc. for a given day. Let's say you want to look at everything on Sunday. Instead of having to flip from strength to yoga to cardio, etc., you can hit a button that says all and it will show you everything that's live that day which is how it used to be back at the beginning because they only had cycling and strength so (laughs) it was really easy not a big of a deal (laughs) and i miss that so i'm really glad to see this coming back and i feel like this is another way to kind of think of like scheduling changes are coming Mm -hmm. all of these things they've been beta testing and playing around with i think there's going to be this big reveal where everything comes together like you know i don't know a transformer or something (laughs) They are more than meets the eye. Yeah. Also, I heard, and I haven't seen it. I saw pictures of it, but I, um, some one of the same friend who sent me this and said that it was like on her bike and tread for like three weeks. She also told me that they're completely changing the schedule. So when you look at the schedule, it's more like the old version of the schedule used to be, where you you click on it and and it's not this like big graphic of the class anymore. It's like a it's like a scrolling page of all the different classes you can take. And at least from her experience, it was more difficult to find like where you actually click start to start the class. Gotcha. I haven't seen it on my bike yet. So yeah. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink. And it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V. Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend, men to elevate your health it's ag1 and that's why i've partnered with them for so long if you want to take ownership of your health it starts with ag1 try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d3 k2 and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clip out that's drinkag1.com slash clip out check it out If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually 
really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. No. This psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So people might remember last week the, my my big reveal. Yeah, that I I've been. People s- were legit shocked. Tom. They were legit shocked. I mean, it's and it's kind of intimidating and flattering that like it's the fastest downloaded episode in the history of the show. <laughs> I know it cracks me up (laughs) It's been crazy town So thank you For that I mean we're always happy when people download So if you haven't heard that one You might want to go back and listen to it But I revealed that I'd been secretly using the tonal For a little over a year And uh, Dr. Jen was very impressed And 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 surprised (laughs) Really not impressed, surprised And so this is the continuation of that conversation Because it was pretty lengthy So we don't want to just turn it into the whole episode So in this one we we were starting to segue into Like Dr. Jen starts off by talking to you about cardio Right And then we also get into your eating stuff at the end So it's interesting I believe last week it kind of left off where I said That uh, I wanted to punch cardio in the dick Yeah So here you go (laughs) And when you're ready to start cardio You let me know and I'll help you (laughs) I don't know that I'll ever be ready for that. I hate it. We'll see. Yeah, no, look, I get it. And you probably see me post about it and, and, you know, heard me talk about it. But like, I am not a runner, or at least I used to say that about myself. I hated running. I didn't understand running. And now I'm a runner. Yeah. And like, that's been an identity shift for me as well. And it's been, but it's been a, a positive. And it's also been something that, has made me feel like I can overcome something and work through things that are really difficult. And that has really been a boost for me in terms of kind of my own self-concept when it comes to health and fitness. Well, Crystal had an interesting theory on my my hatred of cardio. Crystal. Tell me. I think he feels like he's having a panic attack. Because he was saying that, like, he doesn't like how flustered he feels. And so I think because he's not used to his heart rate going up, I think that it feels like a panic attack every time he does it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And look, what I would recommend for you, even though you are not asking for my help, I'm giving it anyway, um, is that what I what I would do is I would start with a five minute warm up ride on the bike. Because you can be sitting down, which I think is <laughs> already freaking always, out. Always the best form of, of, of exercise. I prefer lying down. That's my personal favorite. Like there, Maddie has a couple of abs and, and so does Olivia, where they're like, the whole thing is going to be on your back. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but I would recommend just a five minute warm up and to not let your heart rate get too high where it makes you feel anxious and to keep the um the tension low so you're not pushing too hard just to get you in the groove i think that's like the the perfect starting point for you 
just five minutes. Well, I think there's, I don't know about the bike. (laughs) I think he's thinking more of the tread. I don't know. I do do, do a five minute walk. (laughs) She's got a point. all I'm saying. Yeah. Just keep it, keep it low key and small. So is that a normal thing? Do other people have that same reaction to cardio? Is yeah. that, I've never heard because of that. It's, it's, it's a, it's anytime your heart yeah. rate goes up and you don't expect it to go up, it feels like a panicky feeling. Yeah. It's just, I never really yeah. became aware of it until I started working out on Peloton because some of the instructors mentioned it and it helps so much with yeah. the breathing when you're aware of it. Cause you can, okay, I need to breathe through that instead. Cause like your first reaction is I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't, I'm going too fast. I got to slow down. And like, that's, it's yeah. kind of this panicky feeling. Yeah. And I never the, realized the, that's what I was feeling. Yeah. The first time I ever took a spin class, it was a hundred years ago. It was at a, a gym called sports club LA. And by coincidence, the person on the bike next to me was Robert Shapiro, the attorney. Okay. <laughs> and at the time, look, I was, in my 20s and he seemed like he was you know 100 years old he was probably my age now but I remember I was on the bike and I didn't know how to clip in I didn't know what to do and he was like advising me and he was so sweet he was helping me out and we're doing the class and he is pedaling and he is kicking my ass and like I can't and I I real like I literally felt like it was the closest thing I'd ever come to having a heart attack without actually dying. Like I just felt like, oh my god, my heart's gonna pound out of my chest. Like it, it was so intense and so overwhelming. But I kept looking at him and going, like, this guy's like, you know, like seventy years old and I'm twenty. <laughs> and like he's like he's still going. I gotta keep going. But I, but I but I get what what you're saying. And I think that the key is to start keeping your heart rate lower. And I also think like, I know for me, my endurance was never great when I started, but now I've been running consistently for probably about, I think about a year and a half. Like I done like running a couple days a week, but now I'm doing it quite a bit. I feel like I have a different set of lungs than when I got my Peloton originally. Like I really like, even when I'm not exercising, I it my lungs is hard to describe, and maybe you have this experience too. But I feel like I just have healthier, different lungs with a better capacity just in my day to day life. And I think that when you once you get enough time under your belt, you'll start to feel a difference, and you'll also start to become more comfortable with that speedy heart feeling that tends to happen when you're doing your cardio. Yeah. And it also might make you feel better to, you know, get your, do a heart scan, get an EKG just so that you know you're healthy and that you can do this. Never a bad thing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also Checkups a thing are always good. that I hate. Yeah. Sweat is gross and I hate it on <laughs> I understand. <laughs> totally got it. And then you yeah. shower and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm so happy because I it's like, I worry about you, Tom. Like, I've been very worried about you. <laughs> I always felt like my lack of exercise was offset by the fact that, like, I don't really have a lot of other vices. I don't smoke. I really don't drink all that. I mean, one or two times a year I drink, but if that even. And, and so yeah. it's like, I'm not piling on to yeah. the lack of exercise. So that, that should count for something, yeah. right? And he has good reports when he goes to the doctor. I have I to give him that. Yeah. <laughs> but She's good. 
She's always mystified But I do worry too Yeah, yeah I'm just What is keeping yeah. you alive You don't eat fruits and vegetables Yes I worry <laughs> How can you not eat Fruits and vegetables They're so good They're gross It's a texture thing He like, can't I, Like I swear to god I, I like gag What was I the name of that uh, That Okay so uh, a- 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 You need that like Sneaky That sneaky chef book Like you know the one where like uh, Jerry Seinfeld's wife wrote one where you like yeah. sneak the vegetables into other foods. Yeah, my throat is—it's like the prince, princess and the pea. Like I will find it. Like I, oh like if we get a pizza and I'm like Italian sausage, that's what I want on my pizza. Um, and yes, that's real. And <laughs> it's all. And uh, <laughs> um, and and if if like a stray like shred of a black olive like just happens to find its way like. There's no sneaking yeah. it past me. Like I will know and yeah. I will gag. It's instantaneous. Yeah. It's, it's oh my god. It's, it's crazy. In fact, he somebody sent him uh, an article about Arfid and like we read it and I'm starting to think that he has it because it's like this really what is really that? it's a well they called it in the article they called it a type of eating disorder. Where your body rejects food And they think that it could be based On either neurological or emotional Issues but it is They considered it a type of eating disorder and I had Heard of ARFID before but I have never heard Of it referred to as an eating disorder That was new information to me but I think I think that Tom has it because I've never heard anybody describe it the way he Does and it's it is a very Similar description of when They see it or smell it Or taste it it's just instant gag And that's what he does and there's no rhyme or reason to what makes you gag like like the person this article talks about how there's like it's not as like a lot of people when you tell them they think that they have like oh yeah I can't stand celery and it's like no it's not as simple as like there's a food you don't like it's yeah. You know it's The it's, article described it as in, Instead each person has safe foods That they can eat And as they sure. go through life it, <laughs> it tends to like narrow There's less and less safe foods Unless they make a concentrated effort To have a larger variety of safe foods But is, And is there like a, a therapeutic approach to this Like with a dietitian or something It was um, I believe it was a psychological approach yeah. And it was I want to say that it was the same treatment That they do for uh, PTSD I think that was one of the things they mentioned So um, here's a yeah. line from the article the, the author, I think it was a woman Is saying, she's saying Other safe foods for me are idiosyncratic For example, chicken breast is safe for food for me But wings, legs, and thighs are not Yellow and orange peppers are safe But not red Dishes made with ground beef have a high chance of being safe But steak or lamb chops Are never safe Most kinds of ice cream are not safe for me Only plain vanilla is always safe And only if it's rock hard Broccoli and onions are safe But mushrooms, asparagus, beets, tomatoes, olives, and turnips All invoke a tightening of the throat And like I'm like that. Do you have any safe fruits or vegetables? No, there's not. I've never been able to find one. Not even in pie. Like he doesn't only hate apples. He hates apple pie. Like it's it's like. Well, I understand that. I don't like apple pie. So I feel you on that. And what about like like a popsicle that has like that like a mango popsicle? Yeah, no, no. So like the fake flavors are okay. So like like I could never choke down a pineapple. But I could eat a Dole Whip at Disney World, you know. And um, okay, well, could uh, you have a Dole? Could you have a pineapple bar that has real pineapple in it? Not if it was chunks of pineapple, like it's okay. But if it was pureed, it might be okay. If it was pure, I might be able to do that. I've never. I didn't know that was a thing. So yeah, 
but uh, I might be able to do that as long as it felt like a popsicle yeah. and it didn't have like a seed okay. or something in it, you know? But, okay. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. But yeah, I like, and this person talks about like the misery of going to dinner parties and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so me. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. People ask like, what do you want to eat? And Tom's like, just, yeah. just whatever, just, just make anything. And then he just won't eat. He just won't eat while he's there. Yeah. I've been to dinner oh parties God. where people comment uncomfortably on what I'm eating or not eating. And I've been to meals where the only safe foods for me were quite literally bread and water. I've done that. I've had, I've been yeah. to so many like, like conferences for work where I sit there and just kind of cut up the salmon and slide it around the yeah. plate. I eat the dinner roll. I drink the water cause I don't like tea and and then I'm out the wow. door. I've gone to fancy restaurants where on the way home we had to stop for food. Um, wow. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's normal at our house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but it, but it sounds like it's something that really kind of imprisons you and that, that it's worth kind of seeking, like finding out who the best specialist is on this and trying to work on this. Cause it's, you know, it's hurting your life. Yeah, I would love to like when people like go to fancy restaurants and they eat the pretty food and I'm just like, oh, that'd be great. But I'll get a burger. And I mean, I love burgers like I'm not, you know, don't be mad at me, burgers. I still love you. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but it would be nice to to, to eat other yeah. things. But like I, you yeah. know, yeah. I can't like foodies like I like I'm jealous of the foodies. I wish I could enjoy that stuff. Yeah, and it's like, when, yeah, but it. This is really inhibiting your life. It's like, got to be addressed. I mean, I feel like they should pass a law like every restaurant should have a burger for people like <laughs> yeah. this. Like just just a burger. The worst, the worst, the worst. When there's a burger on a menu and they bring it out on like some fancy French roll with onions yeah. on. And I'm just like, I'm at a fancy restaurant. If I order the burger at a fancy <laughs> restaurant, it's because I don't want the fancy food. Nobody came to... Chef lift yeah. fancy pants <laughs> to buy the burger. So if I'm buying the burgers because I didn't want to be it, be here. So just bring yeah. me a goddamn normal burger. Like don't make it weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we can't. We yeah. can go to like one restaurant. That's yeah. pretty much it. <laughs> Every Mexican restaurant should be legally required to have chicken tenders on the menu. Yeah, we would go to Mexican restaurants all the time if I could just order chicken tenders. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I, I hope you're able to find someone that can help you with it just for your, at the very least for your health, but also for your social life and for your well-being. And yeah. it's just I think anytime you have something that imprisons you like this, it's important to be able to find a way out. I think that's true. Totally. We'll see if we can find yeah. a specialist locally. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Missouri is going to have one. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, yeah. Everyone's, everyone's doing telemedicine, so oh, it doesn't, doesn't matter where they are. That's good, true. Very good, good point. point. Yeah. Good point. But yeah. in Missouri, they'd be like, eat your meat and potatoes and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, meat yeah. and potatoes? I don't see a problem with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there we go. The cat's out of the bag. Everybody knows everything. Everybody, I mean, people know I'm a weird eater, but I think that was a pretty in-depth conversation in about depth. how weird of an eater I can be. Yeah. And I don't really like it. Like, I'm not just being stubborn. I, don't, I know. I don't like it. So. I know. You covered it. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you for, for your patience and support. Listen to all that. And next week we will return with Dr. Jen in her regularly slotted format. Yes. Yes. We will return to the, the normal. Peloton in the news. NBCnews.com had an article about uh, black fitness stars and how they've been utilizing their platforms. And of course, 
you got to feature Peloton instructor in How there. How do you not? How do you not? And we had we we got two. We yeah. got Tunde and Chelsea Jackson Roberts uh, featured right there. And um, I know that uh, Chelsea had an amazing quote in here. I don't know if you can find it as you scroll. As you scroll, if I see it, I'll I'll yell out. Um, <laughs> Did she say like uh, like how much she enjoyed being on the clip out? She did not. Oh, say like a that. cut from the article. Yeah, that, that part sometimes. got cut. Yeah. yeah, but um, but this article is all about like using their platform to do more than just exercise, and it's it's pretty uplifting article. Yeah. She had simultaneously Jackson Roberts understands what her position means to young black girls who are watching. How dare I not use this as an opportunity to acknowledge my past in order to get rooted in this moment right now to make sure people who come here after know there's something here for them. Said so well. Absolutely. And she went in depth on that on when we interviewed her just about what that was like being in a pretty white space that yoga has traditionally been. So at least in America. Absolutely. And so if you want to hear more about that, you can go listen to our interview with her from a couple episodes back. Yeah. More than a couple, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so that is out there. And if you want that link, it will be in this week's newsletter. So you can sign up for that at yep. the clipout.com. And then on the heels of that, click Orlando.com, which they must be running out of web names in Orlando, mm-hmm. if that's what they're going with. I agree. They might as well just called it F it Orlando. <laughs> we give up. We can't think of anything. But they interviewed Adrian Williams. Yes. Uh, about how Peloton instructors, kind of a flip side of this coin. Yeah. How Peloton instructors are continuing their education beyond Black History Month. It's not it's not just for February anymore. Yeah. Uh, and he, he talked about, Adrian talked about how he has been uh, weaving in his culture and his roots in those classes, but that like it's not just a one-time thing. It's right. not just for this month that he always does that and he sees it as a, an opportunity to grow. And they also included uh, Tunde in this article. So there's quotes from both and uh, good information about their classes and how they feel about uh, teaching a Peloton. Pop Sugar had uh, their weekly Peloton article. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's like so many. Remember back when it used to be never? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And so uh, they talked to Jess Sims and she gave people a way to work out without weights utilizing their backpack. Yeah, I love it. It's a full body strength workout. It's quick and easy. All you need is a backpack. So you can get it done anywhere. So when we're allowed to travel again, you, you can, can do it right there in the airport. You can do it in the airport and uh, look kind of weird, but you can do it. That's right. Sometimes you just need to move. Okay. Sometimes I just need to move. <laughs> if we ever get to travel again, maybe you can do that while you're on vacation instead of doing sure. the tonal. Hey, I'm on vacation. <laughs> CNET had an article, uh, so it, you can share with your friends whenever they ask you, should I get the bike or the bike plus? Yeah, and uh, this, I, I think this article is not super in, like exciting or anything, but right. it breaks everything down very well. And so for somebody who is considering which they should buy, I think this is a good article to send them. It breaks it, like I said, it just breaks it down very simply. Absolutely. If you, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably already a Peloton diehard, so there's not much for you in this article. But as your friends, as you know, more and more of your friends are like, I'm thinking about finally getting one. And when they ask you this question, Biker Bike Plus, here's a way for you to do it. Send them something where you don't got to type it all out yourself. For sure. Just send this to your lazy friends. <laughs> we uh, came across the We Got Goals podcast, and they are interviewing 
Jess, Jess Sims. Sims this week. Yeah, episode 225. They interviewed her. So they got a nice in-depth interview. And um, not only do they have a podcast, but you can also check it out on YouTube. So whenever we send out the newsletter this week, we will have links for both. And I, again, I love these kind of interviews with instructors because it gives you all the in-depth information and they speak very frankly and just What's the word I'm like? Just kind of frankly, you yeah. know, like just, just candid, candid. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. And I love that. John Mills found this article. It's from Parade Magazine, and it's a list of the 25 best 20 minute Peloton rides. So if you're <laughs> looking to and then featuring a picture of someone not on a Peloton, now they could be an app. Well, I, I would I, I would also but, say, um, you know, keep in mind that Peloton probably did not OK this article. Sure. So they didn't send them the images like the imagery. Yeah. So I also. Yeah, this is probably just they went to stock photos exactly. and just went like spin bike. Right. And then Mad Dog sued them. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was interesting. John Mills also pointed out that it was like you didn't get a hip hop ride mentioned until. The, until like one of the last five classes and he was like why is that and i was like again it's parade magazine so like this is an insert in your sunday paper so the the readership's gonna be a little older yes definitely yeah <laughs> but it also shows you how popular peloton is getting once again that something this is what the third article that we've seen from parade magazine mm-hmm. about peloton so. yeah and 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 like you said that goes to people who are getting it, it goes to the older generation and i find that fascinating because like my parents have nothing to do with technology i know there's a lot of people over the age like the age that my parents are and and use it and i think that's amazing sure. But I think that it really shows how it's spreading. <laughs> yeah. And I also think that because of the pandemic, there's probably a lot of people that, you know, older that wouldn't necessarily embrace technology like this that are kind of coming around on it because they don't. They don't want to go outside. They don't want to go outside. So that, that that's that's or they option. couldn't go outside because of the weather. <laughs> right. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses And then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. So uh, joining us once again via the magic of Zoom tube is Tori from Peloton Closet. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So uh, let's see, we were chatting offline and I was talking to you about the Peloton warehouse sale and um, we got to talking about other sales that are out there. So I know that that kind of took you down a rabbit hole. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Thanks so much for for bringing up a topic that I think affects all of us or at least (laughs) 
Well, most people who um, who love clothes, who love stuff, which I think is a lot of humans. Um, <laughs> people love stuff. People do love the people, stuff. <laughs> people love their stuff, right? So, and I think there's something about human nature where we get really excited about stuff we love when we see it at what feels like a bargain price, that Absolutely. super low price, heading into that warehouse sale, a sample sale, um, any kind of sale. So I wanted to talk about sort of some tips for those of us who need a little help maintaining our equilibrium and our Crystal. ability to make good decisions. <laughs> Why are you picking on me, Tom? Why are you picking on me? How many leggings you got? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I think it's great to have a lot of leggings, but it's not great when you end up buying a pair of leggings that was 50% off and then they don't fit your style. Maybe they don't actually even fit you. Um, and you got sort of seduced by that low price model. And, um, so I think it's really going into those situations and what, with a what plan. Are, what are you giggling about, Tom? I was just thinking that I I do get seduced when your leggings are fifty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tori. <laughs> I um I have such an inappropriate joke I could make right now, and I'm just not going to. So. Anyway, gonna use a different word choice next time. <laughs> I'll figure out a way. It's what I do. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so moving on back to shopping, my favorite topic. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about how to prep for that warehouse sale, that sample sale, or you know any kind of sale of your favorite brand. First of all, I think you know we all learned in elementary school that. Failing to plan is planning to fail. So again, for someone who loves shopping as much as I do and, and loves a good, you know, good price, a good deal as much as I do, you really have to get in there and um, and prep. So normally if I'm going to a sample sale, I will do some research on the brand and I'll make sure, especially when you get into a scenario where you can't return, I'll make sure I know the brand, I know how it fits me. So um, because a lot of times in a warehouse sale or a sample sale, um, or any kind of sale, things aren't returnable. So you are stuck with that item. And I would always say, do your research, try on, know the fit, know what a small, a medium, a large is, or whatever their sizing is. So you don't end up with something that is not wearable once it arrives in your home or once you bring it home and try it on. That's a good tip. Yeah. And then the second thing is for me, it's really assessing what you already own and looking to say, oh, you know, I wear these black leggings three times a week. So yeah, buying a second pair might make sense. Or I have these um, these green shorts and nothing matches with them. So a top, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, that totally makes sense. Versus like, let me grab this hot pink thing that's 60% off and will have no place in my personal <laughs> style or my personal taste. That's especially for Tom because I just... Don't want you in hot pink. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna second that. Like, I don't I don't really want to see you in hot pink either. But I, uh, I have Cody a question. Had a great pair of hot pink shorts, but I just don't see that look for Tom. Well, it I'm works. It works tones. for some people. Yeah, yeah. The, the earth tones work better for you. But I I have a question about that. Now, when I assess my wardrobe, here's how this goes, Tori. Okay, I definitely am overwhelmed by this. I give up. I'm gonna buy what I like. And that is where that that's where it stops. Is there other tips for assessing? Because it all is very overwhelming in there. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets really crazy. I think that um, for me, I I know what my style is, and I know that I don't wear like super wild stuff. Even though I look at Peloton instructors and I look at you know other people around, and I'm like, that looks amazing on you, but 
I'm not that person. And I think it's just sort of accepting who you are and what looks great on you and what you're comfortable with. Because if, you know, Tom is an earth tone guy, then a royal blue, you know, tank top is not going to be, you know, something he's actually going to wear, even though it was $5. That's true. So he would never wear a royal blue tank top. No, yeah, I would never wear a tank top. I know. <laughs> or a tee. Let's just say a t-shirt. Okay. Okay. I so, will wear a t-shirt, okay. but it so, needs to have something uh, nerdy on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. But I also think, I mean, to some extent, shopping is like dieting. You kind of need to create a budget for yourself. And when you walk into one of those situations, just like you might be thinking, you know, I'm going to spend X dollars, just like if you're trying to, you know, be on a diet, you're like, okay, I'm not eating chocolate today. Um, it might be that same kind of exercising a little self-control and setting some plan for yourself. Like I have $50 to spend. I'm going to spend $50. If this thing doesn't fit in my $50 budget, I'm going to make some choices and kind of walking in and telling yourself that helps at least helps me to, you know, again, maintain the ability to make good choices, to not purchase um, something that isn't in my personal style and just to get lured by that low price point. But sometimes sales like this, like they're kind of high pressure, right? Like you feel like, you know, especially like being at that warehouse sale, that Peloton sale. I mean, it was like, like one of those bridal things that you see on the news every year. Where you know, there's just, just like, like clothes flying yeah. everywhere. Oh, right. It was People like the Bugs like, Bunny cartoon. I got a medium over here, yeah. you know, and you're like right, scrambling. Right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And everyone's throwing everything into their bag. Yes. Because yeah. God forbid they don't grab that thing right now. I mean, now. when there's and a Peloton bra for $5, I honestly don't even care what size it is. I have to buy it because somebody I know needs that. I, I ended up with three Peloton bras that way. <laughs> But before you get concerned, none of them were hot pink. Okay, okay. Well, that's at least a start. And you know what? And I think that that instinct to throw something in, it brings up another point. Always check sizes when you are in one of those scenarios. I have come home where I was shopping in, you know, the, my own size and something was mislabeled because it's hectic, it's chaotic. And I've come home with like, I came home with a sports bra that I think was intended for a child. Um, and, I, you know, and I, it, because it was in my size. And so I just assumed without double checking the label, which, you know, bad on me, I, I've learned. And so checking to make sure when you're in that frenzy that things are actually labeled appropriately and in the right section, because it does get hectic. And, you know, I see all the people who are working those sales frantically trying to resort merchandise but always double check rookie mistake to come home with the thing that you just believed was size medium because it was in the medium section. That's yeah. not how it works at a sample sale or a warehouse sale. Mm, very good advice. Very good advice. So yeah, those are some of my main uh, tips. And then I guess, you know, the best one of all is you save 100% when you don't buy it in the first place, if it's not something that you actually love and, and need. So Okay, so prepare, go into this with the mindset of what you actually need and yeah. double check the sizing and then make sure that it's something you actually want before you buy. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? And I would just say, like, don't be a jerk. Don't grab everything just because it exists. Um, Crystal, I bet you're, you know, and I'm not saying you were a jerk, but I'm saying I bet like, you know, those those five friends of yours, um, maybe not every single one of them was actually like, Praying Crystal will come home from the sale with 
a sports bra for me. So, you know, I would just say moderation. And um. Okay. In my defense, it was the last day of the warehouse sale. And so by the time we got there, there was not much left. It was pretty picked up. Yeah. But it's, it's if you ever go to a Peloton warehouse sale, if they ever have them again in person, the way that it works is it starts at a certain percentage when it when they open and then the percentage goes drops, up as right. throughout the weekend. But the, the downside of that is there's less left at the right. end of the right. weekend. But the lines were literally wrapped around the block. Like there was no way to get in before we did. <laughs> it was yeah. hours in line. And I can't even imagine what that would look like if they tried it today. No, like, no, I can't either. I, I, not not even co- because of COVID, but no. like if everything was back to normal, like just how much more popular they are, it would be a madhouse. Yeah. But I think ultimately, yeah. sale or no sale, don't be a jerk is a good piece of that advice. That is always a good piece of advice. Like, yeah. Never go, yeah. never go wrong with that one. Never go wrong I think that. all of your advice was good. Yeah. I just, I know in the heat of the moment, I have a lot of trouble following that advice. So I think it's, I need you to like prep me if we ever get to go to okay. a warehouse sale. I'm going to have to like have a whole talk with you. I, You know what? I want to be standing next to you in line when we're going to that next um, warehouse sale. And we will, we will help support one another and making good choices. I love it. I love awesome. it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until, so ne- until next time, remind everybody where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So I am on Instagram, Peloton Closet. I am on Facebook, Peloton Closet. Let me shout out the Reddit community. Um, I love the Peloton group there, Peloton Closet. And um, website, Peloton Closet. And really low on the leaderboard, guys, like at the very bottom, <laughs> riding as Peloton Closet. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Checking out the competition. So Peloton is always involved in a lawsuit. So here's this week's update. Uh, it looks like Echelon has tried to slap back at Peloton about their patent infringement suit. Hmm. And from what I can gather from reading this article, they're basically saying that you should have included it in this other suit that. And you didn't. And so now you're trying to like sue us twice for the same thing. And but it it just, got dismissed. It did not. It did not get dismissed. But the first one they like, I think they reached some sort of agreement on. And then but they were saying this one should have been in that. And but it, it doesn't sound like they're going to get a lot of traction on it from the tone of this article. Gotcha. So that sounds about right. Yeah. So we shall see. But look at Echelon. My favorite uh, line from this article is. The very last line of the article. Wait, no, it's not. Additional reporting by Mark Lo- Lo- Yes. Lo- oh, my God. What a zinger. <laughs> Take that, Mike LaSusa. No, it says uh, it's a quote from uh, Stephen N. Feldman, lead attorney for Peloton. And he said in a statement to, to Law 360, which is the website I got this from, while the motion lacks proper basis, Echelon's continued efforts to avoid responsibility for its clear infringement are at this point unsurprising so and then zing steven feldman counsel for echelon declined to comment yeah because they they can only comment if someone says it for them first and then they can (laughs) they can copy it down (laughs) true that tom and then tonal Announced this week thought this was really interesting that they're partnering up with Nordstrom. Yeah, they're going to open shops in 40 Nordstrom stores across the country. So it's going to be like a tiny little tonal shop right in the women's fitness area. So it's a really good uh, cross promotion for both of them. And I love how it raises 
it elevates both of them and totally. i really love that yeah and they said that uh, i guess um the nordstrom's or if you're my my mother nordstorm <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> My mom would be like, "Yeah, it's under the zinc, honey." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that they, they've started expanding their athleisure wear department, and it's gone very well for them. And so they're looking for things to draw more people into that department to sell more. And so they figure if they can sell you a tonal, they're going to sell you leggings to use while you're wearing the tonal. So I, I thought it was it was fascinating, and this puts them in a lot of the same malls that you see. Peloton in it does in Nordstrom's going to be in an upscale mall absolutely and uh, not only that but you can actually try the tonal right. and I think that's a big barrier for a lot of people I think it is too it's not an inexpensive an machine especially Just like Peloton right and but it's even more expensive than the hurdle people had to get over on Peloton so so I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go go check it out and so I've heard from a lot of people that are buying this week I don't know if it was your announcement this <laughs> announcement the well, stars do, aligned be sure and use promo code the clip out and check out to save a hundred dollars <laughs> off smart accessories yes please peloton is gearing up for women's history month they are and uh when they first posted this uh on their blog they mm-hmm. talked about that there was going to be a whole bunch of surprising music in store this month yeah and uh and then they followed it up by the next Article that you have there Tom And they started with Megan the Stallion That's how they're kicking off Women's History Month Like Like a hottie Like a hottie Hashtag like a hottie (laughs) Actually I think it's Hashtag work like a hottie Is how they did it Is that how they did it (laughs) See I can can, Work hashtag like a hottie I feel so old I can honestly say I've never heard a song by her Neither have I I I know the name But I don't I know I know she is like Super amazingly popular Absolutely But that's all I know about her Same That's all I know Is that she's very popular And I'm too old to know This might be my great moment To check it out That's true It worked for Lizzo It did The Peloton Mother's Day collection is up, but only in the UK. Right, because Mother's Day in the UK is in March. Right. Mother's Day in the UK is linked to Easter. And so it's celebrated on the fourth Sunday during Lent. So it moves around a lot. So it's not necessarily always in March. March. It could could drift a little bit, but um, but their Mother's Day is is different than ours. And they also call it Mum's Day. I don't know if they do or not. I'm just making that up. Well, I don't know if they do or not either, but what I do know is that in this collection, you can get a Peloton mum shirt, <laughs> and that's pretty awesome. Uh, and so uh, I am hoping that we will see the same collection or at least a variation on it whenever we have Mother's Day here in the United States. That seems like a safe bet. I mean, we've had amazing Mother's Day collections before, yeah. but it's never been this large. Like, this is a, this is the largest I've ever seen. So gotcha. definitely have my fingers crossed. <laughs> Somebody reach out to Tom if it goes live. Tell him to hurry up and buy stuff right then. <laughs> so I don't have to. It's weird to buy Mom's Day for yourself. Yeah, but it, go, it sells so fast. I don't know what you want. I don't know what your uh, sizes are. Never mind. I'll just do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then just send me the bill. Okay. Okay. And then finally, uh, Beck's Beasts are doing a virtual half marathon on April 10th with Beck's. 
Okay, so there are two ladies that are kind of spearheading all of the information about this. We have Divya Harrison and Megan Dermati. And uh, this virtual half marathon is going to be on April 10th. It's for the Virtual Women's uh, Run Series. It benefits girls on the run. It can be run at any time, but it does have to be on April 10th. So like any time of day. Gotcha. Um, And then uh, they think that some people are going to run on the tread and some members are going to run outside. They posted about it. Kind of just like, hey, is there any interest? And there was a tremendous amount of interest. Awesome. Uh, they have um, 225 members registered. Some people are doing a 5K only, 10K only, or a double, uh, a half and a 10K. There's also, that's just the number with Beck's Beast. They also have teamed up with Andy Spearheads. They've registered under their own team. And the race director is like thrilled (laughs) that this is occurring. Um, And they even have like gotten Etsy. They've gone on Etsy. They have like t-shirts made. Like this is going to be a huge event. Awesome. And uh, Beck's has promised to do something special. Special on that day They don't know what it is It's going to be a surprise And they have a big birthday surprise For Bex as well So uh, very exciting Hopefully she doesn't listen We just ruined it Well that's why I said A big surprise for her I didn't say what the surprise was (laughs) I feel it's pretty safe That she's probably not listening You never know You never know I didn't want to ruin it Yeah But uh, congrats to Bex Beast Uh, We're cheering you guys on And hope everything goes well Checking in with the Peloton community so uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Kim Holderness. In 2013, Kim and her husband, Penn, published uh, Xmas Jammings, a seemingly innocent video Christmas card intended for their immediate family. And overnight, that video went viral back before that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> And they've been making goofy videos ever since. If you listen to this podcast, you've almost undoubtedly had your social media feed taken over by their video, The Five Stages of Peloton, starring (laughs) today's guest, Kim Holderness. But real quick, just to back up, she's more than just silly videos. Before Holderness Family Productions, she worked as a correspondent for Inside Edition, as well as a television news reporter. In 2008, she began her own business, Green Room Communications, which is now part of the digital marketing agency Walk West. She's most recently co-created a health and wellness on-demand course, ladies and gentlemen, and all points in between. Kim Holderness. Hi. 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 Thank you for that introduction and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Super exciting. It's weird to see you in in real life. Yeah. Like I just <laughs> keep seeing that video over and over and over again. No, sorry about that. No, no that's what you. That's what you should, that's, you're not sorry about that at all. Well, you know, here's the here's the little secret about me. I'm very much an introvert, and I I. Obviously, it benefits like when a lot of people watch your video, right? Sure. But when something goes viral, like you like you said in the intro, like before it was a bad thing. <laughs> and when it when it gets posted on other people's pages and it takes on a life of its own, our the little community we have online, it's like safe and wonderful, and everybody's so supportive. And I, you know, I try to answer as many comments as I have, and I love that environment. When it gets when it goes other places right. like this video did, um, you're you're not as safe. It's not as safe and cozy. Totally. So I don't always love it when stuff goes like crazy viral. I'll 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 say what you're not willing to say. That's when the d bags come out. <laughs> oh my god, so many d bags. Yeah, like it's so many. What, what could people possibly say that's negative about that? 
Well, this video, you know, it's so funny when it goes to other people's pages. I don't know. And I don't sure. look, I like, I learned the hard way not to do that. Amen. Uh, but you know, it is 2021. People are going to find a way to like have something negative to say. Yeah. And, and because I'm a middle-aged woman, oftentimes it's my appearance Ugh. that people get consumed with. Like I've gained weight or I've lost weight or I need Botox. Or by the way, I get Botox like once a year and I'm not getting more. So like it's so people. Yeah, it's 2021. Yeah. All How do there you- how do you deal with that? Like, seriously, I get so consumed with like when people say anything negative, I don't even see the positive. How do you deal with that? I don't deal well. I'll just be real transparent. I my, my husband, I call him a human golden retriever because <laughs> he has this way. He's like Teflon when it comes when that stuff. He's like, you know, somebody says something about our videos. He's like, yeah, they're right. They are cringy. It's kind of terrible. Like he can just like and then, oh, what do you want for dinner? You know, and that's all it is. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That's but, you, Tom. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's similar. I always tell her you're not popular until people don't like you. Right. And I, I will say this is that. The community, like on our page, it is mostly positive. That's sure. why it's there. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I tend to if there's one negative comment and one thousand positive comments, I will of course zero in on that. And yeah, it's not great. It's not good for my mental health. Um, none of it, and it's not important. And it's you know somebody with a weird screen name who's you know probably had something going on in their life. So yeah. I have no wisdom to impart on you except for it sucks and I still hate it. It's just okay. an occupational hazard. Well, it's, yeah. it's it's nice to know that, you know, even you with all of your views and all the people out there that like it affects you too. Like, you, you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you figure if 1% of the people are D-bags and you go from 2,000 views to 200,000 views to 2 million views. I mean, it's That's just, just more, it's more D-bags in- you get to see every day. Yeah. Right. And it's um, it cuts a little bit when they say, you know, they say stuff about your kids or they say they make judgments that just aren't true. And then I want to like I just want to go a little keyboard warrior and I want to like fight back on on all of them. And I just have to kind of shut it off. You're just giving them what they want. Yeah. But it's hard. But I get it. It's hard not to get to get sucked into it. Yeah. But ultimately, I know you can't change their minds. Like if they if they're you know, they're going to say like, so like, what are what good are you going to do to put anything out there? You know, right. Yeah, it's pointless. Something you never see on the Internet. Good point. You've really (laughs) changed my mind on this. I will say, though, I have been I even I've told people to call us out if they think we're doing something that's like offensive to marginalized communities to call us out on that stuff. Like and there was one it was it was a little bit of a misunderstanding. Like we had done, you know, some posts about Black Lives Matter. We had gone to some protests. We had done all this stuff. And then somebody kind of jumped in and hadn't seen that we'd done that. And they're like, you just posted this. And it was like and we took we didn't post anything for like a week or something. And then we posted something just kind of our normal, like jazz hands. And they're like, you didn't even mention this. And I was like, Hey, listen, not gonna, I'm just going to let you know, if you scroll back, you don't get to see everything we do, but please call us out. Like, please, you know, so we, we've opened ourselves up to that a little bit, but I digress. Peloton. Yeah. Uh, And, and I took us down that road. So sorry about that. But uh, (laughs) okay. So, so when did you find Peloton? Was this recent for you? 
Yeah, I, I'm a very, um, you mentioned the wellness program that I have with my functional medicine doctor. So I've always done like strength training at home, but those are quick workouts and it's part of that program. And I've always just done strength training at home, but the cardio, and I, I always thrived more in a gym atmosphere. So I did orange theory and I was a, a member at a cycle studio locally and then pandemic hit. And so like the rest of, and it never occurred to me ever to have a piece of like a, a stationary bike in my home. Like that just wasn't even a you're, thing. Didn't even vis- feel to me. You're visibly disgusted. Yeah, by I the feel like, like, like what is that? Stage, like, stage uh, one does, of your video was very you, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, like who does that? And then the world, I mean, yeah, I was, t- I was such an idiot. And then the world shut down and we do work out all the time. Like it, it's hundred percent for mental health. I work out day every day just to get moving. And, um, I needed something. And so our cycle gym, you could rent a bike and like starting in March you, for like $150 a month, instead of paying the dues to the gym, you could rent a bike. Okay. So okay. I brought the big, huge honking gym bike into my house, downloaded the Peloton app. And like, literally like when the stages were authentic, like I had taped, you really taped it to the handlebars <gasps> to do classes. And it, of course it doesn't line up with like resistance and all that stuff. So I was like, but it was still a great workout. And then as that, I did a couple months of that. And then my neighbor down the street, I was on a walk one day, saw her and, you know, we're just chit-chatting and she's like, oh, I'm going to sell my Peloton. I've had it for two years. I've used it twice. We're just not, it just is not working for me. I was like, I got it. I want it. (laughs) And so we, she lives down the street. We like drove Penn's SUV over. We loaded it in and like, and I was like, it would, I bought it, you know, basically bought it from a neighbor and then that was it. (laughs) <laughs> and then you were off and to the races. The addiction started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, do you have a favorite instructor? I have three that I kind of rotate through, but I'm adding in. I'm trying. I'm such a creature of had, habit. So I'll do Robin's classes, Allie Love, and then Cody. Okay. And uh, but I'm now getting into Alex. How do you say his last Toussaint. name? Toussaint. Okay, I love. I just taken a couple of his classes. And then Kendall O'Toole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's so just Kendall Tool. Classes too. So I try to like, I'm a creature of habit, but I'm trying to like switch it up a little bit. Totally normal. Um, I, I joked to Tom that like, there's actually like 10 stages of Peloton and like you went through the first five, but now you're going to have, you're going to have to do another video because there's more stages that come because now you're obsessed with the instructors you're obsessed with. And then you're oh going to like start with things like you're going to want to start training for something and that's going to be a whole thing. And that's going to take you through a cycle And then you're going to come back around You're going to be like I just want to have fun again I just want to just focus on just the fun And then you're going to have a whole new set of instructors for that And then you'll get a tread I am, and well, I I've signed up for the alerts On like the treadmill (laughs) thing Uh, The um Cody got COVID. I know. And I was like, as a mom, I was obsessed. Like, how is he doing? He hasn't been posting <laughs> anything. Like to the point where my producer, uh, and she's a friend of mine, uh, Anne Marie, she, she bought a bike off a neighbor too. <laughs> and she's like, and if we, we like crack the case, we're like, Cody hasn't been doing his classes. I wonder if he's sick. I wonder if he has COVID. And we were like stalking his Instagram feed. <laughs> Those and then, journalism like, skills kicked in. I know. Like, I know. I I we were so case. worried about him. And then, yeah, it was, it's a big deal. It's, it's <laughs> funny because, um, since I would say the beginning of January, 
every time an instructor takes off for more than a couple of classes, like everyone is like panic. Like to just today, I saw that this morning, uh, Chase Tucker is not on the the schedule for the next two weeks, and people are in full panic mode. Like, where is he? Is he okay? Oh my god! I'm worried about my people. <laughs> I know. I you know. And I'm like old enough to be their mom, so I'm kind of like as a mom, I'm like, Cody, did you come back too fast? Like, <laughs> do we need another? Do we need to? get sign off from a cardiologist do we need to like really would you like some soup (laughs) i thought it was funny because he was like before any of you guys do a mom comment i know and i'm okay (laughs) i saw that on his instagram i I missed that one i know (laughs) we're all doing it like we just want them to be okay because we love them so much like they're part of our lives i do and it's it's so funny because i've I've learned that I, I always just thought this would be a temporary thing during the pandemic. Now we're going in like a year I know. and I was never great at doing working out at home for more than that, you know, 20 minutes. Like I could do 20 minutes and like I was, I was watching the clock the whole time. And this has been great. My husband, he did a few in the beginning. Like I bought him the shoes too. And he did a few in the beginning and he is so competitive that he saw the leaderboard and he thought like he needed to win. Oh, so he would, first of all, I I'm like singing half the time. Like <laughs> I don't, I turn that off. Like I don't even pay attention to any of that stuff. So I, I, I think I'm like, I don't, I, maybe I'm last. I don't know. And then he's like coming in the, he took, I think five classes where he was in the top 20. Oh, and he, so he was, but he hurt himself. Oh, no, because that's he's 46 and you shouldn't do that. Like you just shouldn't. That's like and he hurt himself. Oh, so he only has he did two classes this week for the first time since like last summer. Um, and he's like, I, I took it easy. I was only, I was like 4000. I was like, <laughs> how many? He's like, like 120,000. I'm like, what? No. So he's, he's promising, he's promises me, he's going to like, just take it easy, go slow. I've encouraged him to like, just not even look at it. Does does he know, does he know that like every bike has a different like configuration? In other words, like assuming you have the regular bike, not the bike plus. um, Okay. So assuming that like every bike has a different calibration. So like if you were in not apples to apples, you could do the ride on your bike and do the ride on my bike and have a completely different output. So like that's why you cannot go by the leaderboard because and and there are people like the the aforementioned D bags uh, that that they literally go in and jack their bike. They jack their bikes and yeah. How do you, I, first of all, this is all new information. Yeah. I totally yeah, understand. This is like stage six Peloton. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. But also, like, I don't pay attention to that, and what, which makes I'm glad because yeah. I, right. I, there are rides I'm like, this is as bet, this is all I got. Yeah. And right. I'm like, if I'm making it like to the halfway, like half of the top half, totally. Like, yeah. I'm like, I win. Like, yeah. High five me. Absolutely. Yes. So you can jack your bike up. Yes, you yeah. can change the calibration to it, and you, you can make it steroids. Yeah, there's some sort of injection there's, you can put in your bike. There's a calibration <laughs> kit you can get for your bike, and um, and so and and the theory, the the idea behind the calibration kit was because sometimes they they become too hard. You know, like if there there can be something that goes wrong with your bike over time, and maybe it's a little bit off. And so the whole idea of the calibration bike is to just fix it. But people sometimes take that too far, and they will calibrate it in such a way. That makes it super easy um, And if you watch people's videos you can even see it Like there are times that people are like leisurely Riding you know flipping their hair And like they are they have like a 400 or 
500 output on their screen at any given time. So like it, you cannot go by the leaderboard. So you need to tell your husband uh-huh. that because he he needs to know. And he needs to know. Okay. Oh, cute puppy. Hi, puppy. And that's my puppy going to say hello. Hi. Um. Yeah. She just sits there and watches. As I'm on the I feel show like she yawned. I'm like, is that a comment on the show? Like, yeah. <laughs> your dog a d-bag is that what's happening right now? my dog is such a d-bag she just sits there and judges me all day long. but the other thing in terms of like not getting too focused on the leaderboard for real is he also needs to remember that there are legit professional athletes in these classes now they're nba players nfl players major league yeah. baseball players like so i he's, mean yeah yeah he's like a 46 year old crossfit guy and he does not need to be but he's so competitive yeah and so i'm i cannot wait to tell him that like this is not apples to oranges like it's not not everybody's in the same plane no and if it drives him crazy you can always get the bike plus because the bike plus auto calibrates and then it takes that out of the equation and now everybody with a bike plus evens the playing field everyone is the same who has a bike plus you have a bike plus yes oh yeah see and he's also competitive and cheap so oh. I don't think we're getting the bike. Okay, plus gotcha, sense. gotcha. I, I hear you. But, but that's why when I'm like, oh, the treadmill, mm. you know, um, he's like, we can go get a treadmill down at Costco and put them. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. We're no. not going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to wait for the, the Peloton treadmill. But so you need I'm the jump for, buttons. You need the jump buttons. They're amazing. I Plus I you're already paying for the subscription. Right. right? So right. like you might as well just get the one where it's baked in. Yeah. There's something yeah. to be paid. There's something to be said for convenience. Yes, we're that's, not that's on commission, my line, and I'm where. sticking to it. Yeah. yeah, you stick with that. I like that. Okay, so I'm curious about all the videos you do. I was reading on your website, and it says that like sometimes you guys work with brands. So that made mm-hmm. me wonder. Like, um, obviously the Peloton one, it sounds like that was like totally organic. That was based off of real life. How do you how do you decide when it's a real life video or like you're helping a brand kind of like take it to the next level? How does that work? It was interesting because normally brands will approach us and I feel very lucky in that to be there that the brands will come to us and want to work with us. And sometimes it's a good fit. Sometimes it's not. Sure. And our kind of family rule is we only really work with brands where we love this product. Like it it is something we love and that we would suggest to a friend and it would like make your life better because I'm telling you about it. Peloton was not an advertisement for Peloton. And I think that was some of the the D-bags who came out. They're like, this is an ad. I'm like, no, legit. This is the opposite of an ad because we pay them. Like <laughs> I paying the service. Like I bought the bike. But then um, the Peloton social media people reached out to us through Instagram. They're like, and I was a little nervous because it's not like we were 100% complimentary, and right. especially in the beginning. They're like, we have all seen the video. We think it's hysterical. Can we share it on our channels? And I typically we don't always do that because it was back to that original thing. Like when somebody else's post posts sure. our video, it doesn't always go great. But we're like, you know what? Sure. Like it would they have a huge audience if. And, and if it is a way to kind of, you know, have some synergy there, we so we sent them the Dropbox link for the um, and they posted it organically on their Instagram. But again, that was never meant to be an advertisement for Peloton. Right. It was just something that happened in my life. But it was a good case study for how brands should handle marketing and advertising. It's like let the 
let the creators be authentic to what their experience is. And sometimes when a brand partnership, and there have been that we've gone down the road of like, yes, I love this product. I love this company, but we've walked down the road of trying to create content to help market. And they want like, you have to say your name three times. And you right. have to say your name within the first 17 seconds. And you have to say this, you have to get this angle of the product. And that's not, it doesn't look authentic. I think the audience doesn't know it. And we've had to say like, thank you, but this isn't, this isn't going to go great. Whereas Peloton, like we kind of, in the beginning told the story of how I rolled my eyes at the ad in December of 2019. I was like, found it kind of ridiculous, but it turns out it worked and they loved it. So I think it's a good case study. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And I, I know a lot of times clients have issues where they, they come to a creator because they like the attitude. And then when you give them the attitude, they're like, Oh, but not, yeah. Could you soften it a bit? Could yeah. you only say super positive things? Like it's, yeah. And, um, and so that gets tricky. And so that's why we are careful about who sure. we work with and the brands we do work with you. Like we hundred percent love them. Yeah. So. And I think that comes top down from Peloton. I know that like, yeah. we, like, you know, we interact with Peloton to some degree we've had instructors on and whatnot. And like we hosted a Q and a with the CEO, John Foley a couple years back and when we kind of had our pre-conference call meeting about what that that presentation was going to look like, one of the people on the phone call was like, OK, Tom, but you got to dial it down a little bit because you get a little out there sometimes. And and John Foley was like, absolutely not. He's like, yeah, I want Tom I'm to be good. Tom. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, we want the clip out to be the clip out like this is what they do. And why would we right. bring them in and then tell them to not? I And I say this all the time. I book concerts for a living. I'm like, you don't hire Gallagher and then tell him to not smash watermelons. Right. You knew what you were getting when you hired Gallagher. Why? Yeah. Why would you say that? So, no, I well, it's great to hear. I actually was he I listened like I think my first introduction to Peloton, I listened to that podcast, How I Built This. Yes. Was he on that? He was on. He was. Was he was. On? Yes. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on our show first. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> he oh, was. He was, yeah. Okay. But I listened to that about just like the chance he took on it. And I I loved the kind of the origin story of Peloton. Mm-hmm. So I, I loved it as like a business concept. It just didn't like work in my life at that time. Totally. So. Um, but that I, I can see, obviously, I mean, we we were kind of rolling our eyes at them in the beginning and then they loved the video. So um, that's really cool to hear. Yeah. yeah. And I, I get that. There's lots of products that I feel that way about. Like if people are, if there's too much hype around something, I do the same thing. I kind of roll my eyes at it and I'm very skeptical. And sometimes it works out that I like it and sometimes it doesn't. But if there's, there has been so much hype around Peloton that I totally get why people would come into it with like, seriously, like yeah. you guys. Know, it's like, it's like, how do you, what, what something somebody said, one of the other D-bags was like, it sounds like you're in a cult. I'm like, mm, a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like a healthy cult? Yeah. But like but the kind where you're obsessed with your heart rate. Right. So, cool. <laughs> and, the, and the kind where it doesn't expect you to ostracize your family. Yeah. So. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so when, uh, when, the, when the pandemic is over, when the vaccine is in the water supply and we've all been mm. microchipped yep. or whatever we're supposed yeah. to be scared of, right uh, uh, do you think you'll stick with Peloton or do you think you'll head back to the gym? Yeah, I think I'll stick with it. What I've discovered is the amount of time savings. Right. Um, yeah. I did when I went to those gym classes before you have to like kind of get there early to get like a good position and the whole thing and the driving there and then driving back and the time you're in the shower, like my work day was starting. It would take 
basically almost by the time I was like, I left the door to go back showered at my computer because we've always worked from home. It was like a two hour yep. ordeal. And so this, I feel like it is just like a quick, easy thing. I, I mean, I'm keeping it. And I also, I am just freaked out enough. Like I don't see me personally returning to a big gym space anytime super soon, although it's been proven as safe and there's been very low transmission at gyms, the whole thing. So I think that's good too. But for me personally, I think I'm just going to hang out at home for a bit. Yeah. I mean, if you have the means and in this case, you already have the equipment at some point, kind of what's the upside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and it's, and it's working, right. And I think that it's working for me right now. And um, yeah, so I think I'm sticking with it. They're stuck with me. Do you do do you do any of the other content or do you just do the bike rides or how is that working? I've done the bike boot camps a couple times. So this, it is weird. Cause like the strength training stuff I kind of do on my own. Um, but then I've done some yoga and yeah. I super suck at yoga. I'm <laughs> terrible at it, but I'm trying and it feels very approachable. So like I've done some yoga and, but mostly it's the bike. And when the weather's nice, I live in North Carolina and right now it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. But the, when, when the weather's nice, I will do the run. Yeah. Yeah. So they're on the treadmill and I'm just hit play on my phone and go for it. It's great because so many times they'll be like, oh, if you're if you are running outside, here's the halfway point. Go ahead and turn back. So it makes it totally accessible. Great. So I haven't done that. I mean, in 2021, just because the weather's been disgusting, but soonish I'll start doing that. Yeah. How does the halfway point work? I mean, because I got to think if you're running a long period of time the halfway point in terms of your energy level isn't the same way as the half point in terms of your distance. It's close. (laughs) What I do is because I'll do a, I used to run like half marathons and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's not, I have no interest in ever doing that again. (laughs) Um, So I'll do a half hour or 45 minute and that'll just be my out. Like I'll run out and then, cause I know the trails around here and everything. And then I'll do kind of like a walk back and I'll listen to, you know, an audiobook or a podcast or something, and I'll walk back, and that'll be my that used that was like my Saturdays and Sundays when I had more time. I oh. would do like a yeah, so I would I would tack on some. That's a good way that to do sense. that. I like that. Yeah. As far as like the video, how long did it? How long does it take you to like record something like the Peloton video to put that all together? Those five stages. I I wish I could tell you that we spent a lot of time in our videos just like really perfecting our craft, but we don't. So, <laughs> we have no time for more than one take. So that video, I mean, it just, you know, I was talking to Anne Marie, who's my friend producer, and we've done a a lot of these like five stages of, we've done a lot of these five stages, stages of fill in the blank videos. And and she's like, okay, we need to do five stages of Peloton. And it wrote itself. Like we, we sat there, we opened a Google doc and she and I were just like, yes. Anding like, the whole and it we wrote it in probably 15 minutes <laughs> and then the next day i just needed we have this weird costume closet and so <laughs> the next day we shot it i mean in less than an hour i mean it wasn't a long shoot i just had and then most of the time came from me like having to change outfits yeah and then it was a super easy edit so we like shot in an hour it edited in like an hour or two maybe and then we posted the next day oh my god that's we don't we don't spend like our i think the videos like that we spend a lot of time on it's so funny they don't do as well and the ones we kind of slap together and like one take you got one take 
And like, yeah, I could have done that better, but no, we don't have time for that. <laughs> well, I loved, I loved when you dressed up in the wicked costume. <laughs> I was in my feelings there. That like we had green makeup upstairs. I mean, the whole thing. It was our house is weird. <laughs> I so love that. <laughs> so um, I'm just curious, like the kind of the, the timeline of your guys journey with these videos. At what point? Because you mentioned you have like a producer. At what point did you kind of realize we need to bring in outside help? That's a great question. Um, Penn and I. So 2013, we put out that Christmas video. It went viral. But because we're idiots, we didn't realize that, like, you could make money off YouTube or Facebook or anything like that. So for the next two years, we would put out videos occasionally because it was fun to do. Mm -hmm. But we were working for other clients with our company, Green Room, which is now part of Walk West. So we were still doing full-time video production for and social media for other companies for that first two years because we're complete idiots. <laughs> and then finally, it got to the point where we would get approached by brands and then we were starting to monetize on YouTube that we would make. We're like, gosh, th- we're making more money doing this. And we're like, it just, it didn't make sense. So we had to, we still sit on the board, but like, and we parachute in for bigger, like video projects, like behind the scenes, like ID Penn has done some stuff that's gone viral for people Mm -hmm. um, behind the scenes over the past few years. But I say that's like probably like six videos a year we'll do for other people now. And then, so we went a year to, we probably went two years of just he and I doing it, cranking it out. And our marriage was it was hard on our marriage because although we have very different jobs, there was never a time when we weren't working. Right. And so we had zero boundaries about work. It was like on the phone at bed at night. Oh, did you do this? Did you do this? Why didn't you do this? <laughs> hmm. um, this is then, sounding eerily uh, familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and it's funny because we, we have a book coming out at the end of March and it, it is about our, you know, cause we went, we, had, we went to counseling because it, we have a, we have a great marriage, but it was when it's consumed with work. And when your work is your family, right. it got real twisted. And we both said, I'd rather be married than do this stupid video thing. So we, we needed a change. So we, um, hired Anne Marie. We, we'd had some photographers and producers come in and nothing really stuck um, before. And then Anne Marie, who we, we had known for a while came in and she was, she has a musical theater background, but is an expert in social media and she's a unicorn. And she was able to take enough off of both of our plates yeah. that our relationship changed quite honestly. And we were able to be work together from nine to five and then be married and so that was two years ago. And then we hired right before the pandemic last February. It was like our, we hired somebody else named Sam who helps us edit graphics website. You know, she helps shoot stuff like she shoots stuff on her own. And we hired her last year. So that's two full time people. But then it allows us to be like, hey, I have an idea for a video. We can shoot it. We can send it off to Sam who can edit it. Anne Marie can post it. So they have been we have been. um like we're in masks. If, if they come over, they're in masks and we're distant, but mostly they're working from home because wow. so we can shoot it, yeah. do all that stuff and then send it off. Um, that was a really long answer, but no, it's a great. It's a fascinating we, yes, that was we, awesome. we discovered that we could do more of what we are good at if we took the chance and spent and invested mm-hmm. 
on people who could do what they were good at. Um, I sucked at like keywords, SEO, blog, like web design. Like I don't, I can't do that. You were and, get out of our head. Yeah. Like, like this, this is, wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. And just the psychic weight of it was like, and the stress of it and doing it changes all the time, right? Like yeah. how you upload a video and how it gets monetized, like that changes all the time. And if I'm always doing that, I can't think of this silly script about wearing a green, you know, right. painting my face green and Peloton. So the timing of bringing on Sam right before the pin, like right before everything shut down was like fortuitous as well. We didn't know if we could like, how long can we afford full-time, two full-time people? Totally. We were like doing the math and it was super scary. We're like, I think this makes it work, but because we had them, we could create more. So it was, um, we needed help. We kind of like took the leap and it has so far knock on wood really worked out and they're and they're amazing and creative and hard workers so that helps too wow that's fascinating yeah that is fascinating i recommend anybody it whether it's like getting a babysitter so you can get your like stuff done or whatever like getting help like you have to and just getting it out of your head and like as soon as you can like we couldn't for the first two years three years we couldn't have afforded to bring anybody on but as soon as you can I'm a hundred percent a fan of outsourcing, um, even if it's just a freelance hourly, just to keywords, SEO, any of that stuff. Like, do it. Um, it is, and it's helped us grow. That's fascinating. That's great advice. Yeah, great advice. Do you guys get recognized when you go out and about? Well, we haven't left our house. Which, okay, <laughs> it was not a trick question. Ah, caught you. You're not following the rules. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah, and it's really sweet. And and everybody, like nobody's mean to us. Right? Oh, yeah. Like nobody. Um, but we, especially when the four of us together and when we used yep, to bad. travel, I would say like airports and Target are our like <laughs> go-to. Like if that's where like families hang out. So, yeah. and everybody's really kind, but yeah. That's I awesome. think that you're probably at a, at a weird spot in terms of re- being recognizable in that I like in, in my day job, when I was telling people like, Oh, I'm going to interview this person. When we have bigger guests, I'll say, Oh, look who we landed. And, and, uh, and like they didn't necessarily recognize your guy's name, but I was like, come, come here. And then I would show him the video and every single person that I worked with was like, oh, yeah, totally. I know exactly <laughs> yeah, who they are. Totally. And I think that a lot of people are like, aren't you those people? And it just depends on my mood. And then again, this is like <laughs> like when we used to not wear masks and my faith. They're like, are you those people? And so, like a couple of times I've been like, no, no. <laughs> They're weird. That's not They're us. <laughs> no, I hate those guys. Um, but mostly everybody's like super sweet. And when, again, we're in North Carolina and it's like, it's, it's such a small world. It's like, you can't go very far without like people. Mostly he used to be on the news here. So people still recognize him from being on the news. So gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. Which makes it because did he do like the, the wacky human interest stories or was he like a hard he was news? The sports guy forever. Okay. Um, and then he transitioned to news, believe it or not. Gotcha. <laughs> Serious newsman, which is so weird. Yeah, it's, it's just, I know, right? It's have, so well, having seen the videos, like there's a a guy locally that does like the more human interest type stories, and like yeah. their personalities are very are, similar, are very similar to where yeah. I in my head I was like, oh, he must be the human interest guy. That yeah, like, no, he those were his favorite, and he had a couple ongoing segments he would do, and those were his absolute favorite. And now, like that's what he gets to do all the time, so it's fun. That's, that's awesome. great. Um, I'm curious if do you want to share your leaderboard name with people or would you prefer not to? Um, it's so funny. I don't share it. Okay. Only sure. Because 
I am such a wacko. Like I can be crazy competitive. So I don't even, but I don't know how that works. Like, I just don't want, cause if I feel like people are looking at what I'm doing, can they see like where I, cause sometimes like this morning I did, I just like sat there and sang mostly this morning. They can't, they can't see you. Like they can't see you as a person, but they can see where you are on the leaderboard. So if that bothers uh, you, then don't, then don't. Yeah, <laughs> I have, I haven't because it, but whereas Penn, I think when that we did that pellet for that reason, when we did that Peloton video, I went under his sign-in because I didn't want to like ruin my stats <laughs> under his. And so I think he got like a thousand people followed him. <laughs> so I was like, sorry, boo. He's like, what does that mean? I was like, oh, it's nothing. It's <laughs> More people for you to compete with. You'll love it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, your um, nutrition and wellness and everything that you do. Do you have like certificates for that? Or do, is this something that's like just an interest for you? Tell us about that. No. So I partnered with my I go to a functional med- medicine provider. I'm you know a middle aged mom and I was so tired forever and ever and ever. And I went to my OB. I went to um, my primary care physician. I'm like, I work out like crazy. I eat so healthy. I thought I eat so healthy and I'm tired all the time. And they either want to give me medicine, which is I'm, I'm a believer in medicine, but they're like, or um, they're like, you're a mom, you're going to be tired. And so I went to this functional medicine provider. Her name is Dr. Harriet Hansel. And like, she put me on this program. It's called the well, it's her like well body reset. It's based in intermittent fasting and nutrition and functional medicine. She's like, and functional exercises. She's like, do this for 28 days and then come back to me and tell me how you feel. And it was like life changing. And so I was like, more people need to hear about this. And she already had a wait list at her practice. So I helped her create an online course. So it's an online course about the science behind all of, you know, the food, the intermittent fasting, the, you know, the functional exercises. And then, you know, it's a Facebook group. So um, and it's been great. And it's mostly it's like my pen calls it my passion project because I just believe in, you know, we should all look no matter what age you are, no matter what size you are, you should feel good. And it's not about a particular body type or, you know, getting to a certain like gene size it's about like how you feel Mm -hmm. um and there's been such amazing results so that's how that's the well body reset and that's how that came to be and um yeah it's been great that's awesome yeah totally very cool so uh i know it sounds you're fairly new to peloton but do you have any advice for people just getting their bike wow oh i didn't mean to put you on the spot (laughs) no 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 um I think I've enjoyed it most when I've just allowed myself to have fun and not concentrate so much on those numbers on the side. That's how I choose to have it. I exercise exclusively for mental health reasons. And if I can allow myself to like stop and sing along to Britney Spears and not worry about losing a place on a leaderboard, that keeps it fun. And if it keeps it fun, I'm going to keep doing it. So that's what's worked for me. I agree a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yes. Great advice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of what is undoubtedly a busy day yes. to join us. We greatly well, appreciate you. it. And before you go, just remind everybody where they can find your stuff so they don't just have to wait for someone to push it into their Facebook feed. Oh, until you're like Aunt Linda shares it on Facebook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are the Holderness family. And Penn likes to say it's like wilderness, but with a hoe. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, we have a website, we have a book coming out. Um, 
Yeah, we got got some stuff going on. You do. You do. That's awesome. awesome. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you for uh, highlighting Peloton in the way that you did. And thank you for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been so cool to be uh, welcomed in the Peloton community and people didn't shun me for making fun of it in December 2019. So apologies to the community. <laughs> and um I plead for your forgiveness. <laughs> well, we've granted you the dispensation. That's so right. Okay, thank you. thank you. <laughs> I really am looking forward to that book. I feel like it like is specific to like a lot of the struggles. That yeah, we have going I feel on. like feel that like you guys are going to be our our mentors yeah. because like we're going through some of those things right now. So you, you can't not if you're working together. I think that, and even people now who don't work together, but have to work from home in the same space together are encountering a lot of these things. And, um, the book is, it's called everybody fight. So why not get better at it? We do believe fighting is a love language. We do believe that when you argue, it doesn't have to be knocked down, drag out. You do learn more about your partner and their boundaries. And we've, and we learned the hard way. We aren't, we were with this with our marriage counselor, by the way, like we are, we're passengers on this flight. Like this is the path we walked. And um, because it was, I mean, we were never on like never on the brink of divorce. We loved each other very much, but it was rough. It was a lot, but we we did the work and we walked through it. And I can say like we're on the other side of it and like so much better for it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for, for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun. Yes. So I guess uh, that brings this episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Next week, we are talking to Andrea Verdone. Oh, man. Do you remember how to say it? No. The G word. I think it's Andrea. <laughs> Gorsegner. Okay, I totally just butchered her name. But the point is that Andrea is the the woman who rode for 24 hours Oh, the straight. 24 hours one. That yeah, is correct. So yeah. What a fun interview. She's amazing. I absolutely love talking to her. And I apologize for uh, butchering her name. And we got her uh, after she had done the ride. So she has all the details yes. on what it was like to ride her Peloton for, for 24. 24 consecutive <laughs> hours so she she did this interview and then went and immediately took a nap <laughs> wait that was me <laughs> that's always you that's always me so uh until next time where can people find you people can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash crystal d'okeefe they can find me on instagram twitter the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group and uh, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Running.